The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, it's 335. Thanks, everyone, for uh, texting in this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Did I tell you that um, the other day, because we've talked about the... um, the nude beach here, Cottontail Point. Right, yeah. Devon Way on the river. Yeah. And someone asked me about it the other day. I think one of our listeners actually asked me about it and um, asked if Jim and I would be interested in going with them sometime. Ah, there you go. Would you be? No. No. <laughs> You've been to a nude beach or a nude pool or anything like that? Um, Not completely nude. <laughs> I've been to topless. Yeah. Beaches. I, I went to, uh, there was, a, I was at a resort, and this is years ago. I was married to Carol, uh, so it wasn't more than 25 mm-hmm. years ago. But the resort we were at had a nude pool, and it was mm-hmm. covered by trees, and you had to walk down a path to get to it. Um, but we weren't interested in that, particularly. But we were having a hard time getting uh, mudslides. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll just go get them, right? So I went and got them from the bar, and I guess I... Took uh, a wrong turn. Took a sure right, but I should you did, yeah. yeah. And I'm going down this path, and as I'm, <laughs> as I'm going down, I'm thinking, this doesn't seem familiar. I don't remember going up a path to get to the bar. And I just came out, I mean, the whole world just opened up in front of me. It was mostly... Um, German tourists, mm-hmm. um, and it's not. Uh, how do I put this? I don't, I don't want to ins- insult an entire country. It just coincidentally happened to be Germans. Maybe because, as we've said, the U- Europeans just far less worried about their own nudity or whatever. Um, but a quick inventory, because I almost, I, I everyone saw me because as I, I entered, mm-hmm. I went, oh! like just, I was surprised, just like, wow, what the? Um, there was no one there that I would be particularly interested in seeing naked. But that's the whole thing about that. It's just being comfortable in your own body. Yes. You don't have to have a no, no, you know, a, a model right. figure to be naked. Yeah, no, and good on them. I mean, it, it, if that's what you want and there's an area for it, hey, that's, uh, that's fabulous. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. We were in the Dominican a long, long time ago. Uh, first trip. Mm. No, first husband, sorry. <laughs> and we all went down to the beach. And there was like about four couples, five couples that went on this trip. It was for a wedding. And and the other girl was like, oh, it's it, the tops are coming off. And so I took my, my the top of my bikini off mm. for about, I don't know, five minutes. Yeah. And then all I kept thinking about was weird burn marks and the fact that I'm like the pasty white redhead. <laughs> and I just thought this could hurt sure. burn wise. Yeah. So I put it back yeah. on. Somebody wants to know. No, I love being nude in the water. I was like just going to say. Swimming is amazing. Somebody just said, y'all, uh, y'all never went skinny dipping. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been skinny dipping. I love skinny dipping. But I don't uh, walk through the hallway from my uh, room mm-hmm. uh, down the stairs and across the mm-hmm. beach at uh, noon naked and yeah. go swimming. You wait until about 2 o'clock in the morning. But... <laughs> You dart out of your room, you do the quick change, you leave your clothes in a pile somewhere close to the water, and you get in the water as soon as yeah. possible. But it, uh, it that is a really great feeling for yeah. whatever reason. I think, though, if you're going to a place where nudity is, is more common, more accepted, if that's the right word, and if it's a, a hotel, a resort, maybe yeah. a country, whatever it is. Sure. Well, when in Rome, right? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. Then there's the sand issue. <laughs> well, that's absolutely true. You thought it was tough to hose off your feet. <laughs> that top needs to go a little higher. <laughs> Is there an adjustment on this? Or? <laughs> Uh, that explains why at 7 in the morning all the taps are facing up. That actually makes sense now. <laughs> Wondered if that was just some kind of local tradition of some kind. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, uh, while still speaking on the topic of uh, travel, which I guess we somehow are, you pointed this out to me, and I found it uh, quite entertaining. Just speaking of travel, and, and of course, we started the show talking about Canada, mm-hmm. right? Uh, did you know this? There's 12 items that you're able to carry on a plane in Canada that you probably didn't know you could uh. carry on a plane in Canada. Some of them will quite surprise okay, so, you. But, but again, this is the same traveling in Canada where you have to have a plastic fork and can't bring nail clippers on? <laughs> That's right. So a lot of things restricted. Uh, you know, your favorite lotion can't be more than 100 milliliters. You can't, uh, you know, have tweezers. There, yeah, like you say, there's a lot of things you just... and and Or you can't bring that bottle of water through that you just bought at the store or whatever because it could be gasoline. Uh, but listen to this list. 12 items mm. that you can, can legally take on a plane in Canada. Knitting needles. Let's just stop right there. Aren't, yeah. Aren't those well, dangerous all by themselves? They could be. I mean, in the hands of a, even a, a poorly trained individual, you'd think you could do a certain amount of damage with uh, knitting needles. More so than a plastic knife. Exactly. Uh, so that one, I, I huh. made that Scratch one fell through the cracks a little bit. Uh, lighters. Yes, of course, I take uh, Bic lighters on all the time. I S- did. I thought that they a tell while you, back they were banned or well, something. Well, they tell you you can only have one, or they did. Years ago, a couple of years ago, they said that's it, you can have one. So if you had one in your pocket and one in your carry-on, they mm-hmm. would take one from you. But more recently, um, I've traveled with two spares in my laptop bag. The, so I'm, we can set fire to the plane. So Brilliant Because idea. I keep losing them is why. Uh, no, it's in my carry-on. It comes with me. I know, but seriously, if someone wanted to... Okay, well, let's not judge. I'm just, I'm just, yep, yeah, that just questioning. Well, a you're bit judging. These. I think is what you. But okay, we'll just skip past that one. Um, because when you need a big lighter, you can never find one, and then when you Why don't would you need, need one, a big lighter on a plane. To have the smoke when I get off the plane. Okay. Man, that was very judgy. I, I wasn't meaning to be judgy. I'm, it I felt that way. I, I no, 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 no need to apologize. Lighters, anyway. Huh. I just didn't, didn't. Yeah. What if someone? Wanted to set the plane. Okay, listen, now you're you're good. You know, hey, we're done. I'm going on to number three. That's good. (laughs) I could do more damage with the laptop than I could with the lighter (laughs) that's in the laptop bag. If I can get internet, I could do a lot of damage. Uh, How about this? A parachute. Might come in handy. (laughs) You know, not sure how you're getting the door open, but or what you plan to do. You'd think that would actually raise a bit of a red flag. Like, what's it, what's in here? My parachute. Okay. <laughs> We're going to land. You know that, right? Like, But okay. That makes you feel good. Uh, human remains? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, if you've had someone cremated and maybe you're taking yeah. them to, to spread the ashes. We don't want to check that. Unless their dream was to travel the world. Because you don't know where those are going to end up if they're in your luggage, right? My they, dad took... Grandma and Grandpa back to England, a little little bit of them. Yeah, sprinkled them on the uh, the lions at the gate. Yeah, oh, that's a great idea. I don't really have any ashes hanging around <laughs> to take anywhere. Uh, fishing rods, but no hooks. 
So you can you can take your actual rod on, and I would assume you know you break it and you, you divide it in two and put it in the case or whatever. But yeah, fishing rods, ice skates, also seems somewhat uh, dangerous, doesn't it? But you have to have a plastic knife. <laughs> Knitting needles and ice skates. You wouldn't even need to be a trained soldier to know what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, skateboards. <laughs> nice big piece of wood. Yeah, uh, bowling ball. I'm not making this up. Dry ice. Isn't dry ice dangerous? Why would you need dry... Well, uh, I'm not really sure. Couldn't you maybe get dry ice to wherever you're going? It uh, seems weird. Uh, whips. Oh, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get to the Dominican and discover you don't have those. Uh, snow globe. What's of course. Sn- <laughs> that's that thing yeah. you shake and it snows? Yeah. How do they know that's not full of some liquid that... And has... We- Water mm. in it or something. Here's a weird one, and it, 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 it's only weird because Whips. I'm going to explain why it's weird. Uh, breast milk. Now, here's why it's weird. Because, you know, in this day and age, you can't discriminate against anybody, and it totally makes sense that a woman who's breastfeeding would need to bring breast milk, mm-hmm. and, and if she didn't and she breastfed, then there'd be some other guy complaining that he saw her breast or whatever, right? so we'd have that conversation. Here's why it's weird, though. Because it can exceed, of course, the 100 milliliters that you're required mm. to, you know. But it what's, can? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but what's weird about it is you don't have to have a child with you. With or without your child, mm. you are allowed to bring breast milk in quantities greater than 100 milliliters. You, but you have to first give it to a screening officer for inspection. <laughs> and you can also bring gel or ice packs to keep, keep the milk cold. cold. What exactly are they inspecting? I don't know. I, I would imagine they swab the outside to see if it's got explosives or whatever. Mm. But what if just a couple of guys getting on a flight had a big old bottle of breast milk? So they, whatever. Then you check the luggage for the whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I assume you have a whip with you as well? <laughs> no, just knitting needles. <laughs> 3.45, quick break here. And Neil, we'll get to your phone call right after this. A couple people texting in wondering where our next uh, listener getaway trip is. It's still in the works, folks. It is. We'll let you know as soon as we know. We're anxious to know as well. We're excited. Anil's on the phone. Is it Anil or Anil? Anil, yep. You're right. Okay. uh, Very quick information. Very recently, I was coming from Toronto to Edmonton by the WestJet. And I had only my uh, my handbag, which went through the security scanning. And the security people says, we'd like to open it and see. I said, sure, go ahead. So they search around, search around, and finally got one screwdriver. A screwdriver, okay. And the screwdriver, they said, sorry, we uh, you cannot take this. This very screwdriver. And we will keep it here. I said, okay, sure, you can keep it here, but what is allowed? Security people say very funny thing that three inches long screwdriver it is allowed, but more than three inches it is not allowed is at that all. That's just weird. So I said, I said my screwdriver is just three and a half inches long. Half inch, what it can do? What the heck it can do? Half inch long. Yeah. You well. allow three inches, and uh, you can measure it. This is not even four inches. So what is the harm in that? No, that is the law. Yeah. Three inches you can take, but three and a half inches you That's can't That's weird. Take. A couple and of uh, clarifications. Said, my God, you keep this. <laughs> <laughs> Just a half inches you are struggling about it. I said, take it. 
Yeah, that's funny. And just to clarify, of course, uh, it doesn't matter if you're flying who you're flying. It's not WestJet that's screening mm-hmm. you. So, because um, yeah. you did, did mention WestJet, but the other thing, as you mentioned, of course, they're just following whatever the law is, right? But that yeah. is weird that they drew the line because I wouldn't think any screwdriver would be allowed on. Although I've actually gone through security totally accidentally with a letter opener, and just discovered it when I got to Vancouver. Okay. It looks like a knife. Yeah, yeah. But it somehow got through. Yeah, that goes through. But my underwire and my bra goes off. Right. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anil. Appreciate it. Have a great day. But yeah, it's uh, uh, Al, you went through security with something? Yeah, I did. I tested. Uh, I worked for a firearm company. I was. I had a butane torch. And I put it into my laptop bag a couple of days before that, and I'd forgotten about it. Then I had an emergency call. I had to fly up north. And I went through security with it both ways. Oh, my. And they didn't even bother to uh, notice it. <laughs> a butane torch, like a little tiger a butane torch butane torch, really? Yeah, it's a little torch, and it's butane-powered. And I could get a six or seven inch flame off of that thing if I wanted to. <laughs> and a blue flame that could melt through a lot of things. Wow, that's crazy. And yeah, you have to think if they knew it was there that they would take it though, right? So for whatever yeah. reason, they didn't identify it. Well, that's the whole thing. And like I said, I didn't even know I had it in my bag. Yeah. Well, that was like me and my letter opener. This was actually a souvenir letter opener from a movie. So it was in the shape of a knife, like whatever the movie yeah. was. With a snake going up the handle of the of the letter opener, it was just weird. You know, you get to Vancouver, you start piling stuff out of your laptop bag, and you're like, "Are you kidding me? Like, how did that?" Yeah. You know. Al, thanks no, for the no. phone call. No problem. Really, you're going through security with a with a with a butane torch. Listen, listen to this from a texter. Uh, shortly after 9-11, my husband and I were traveling with our two daughters. We were traveling to Disney World and I had breast milk in a thermos for my youngest daughter. At the security checkpoint, they needed my husband to taste the breast milk to prove it was what we said it was. I offered, I'll, I'll taste it. Uh, they said no. Uh, they wanted my husband to taste it. Poor guy. Well, that's weird. Or this, when my stepdaughter brought her dad's ashes back to Newfoundland, the gentleman from the funeral home gave her a signed letter Mm -hmm. as to what the contents of the sealed wooden box was. I thought it was unnecessary, but at the airport, security asked for the letter. Um, uh, Security may have taken away the ashes had she not had it. Wow, interesting. Unless you just sneak, sneak a few ashes in the pill bottle. Take to put them in your I luggage. Guess. Here's a here's a sort of an awkward Papa one. Papa and I uh, flew from New York to Toronto. My wife had stretch mark cream in her carry on as she was pregnant at the time. It took 20 minutes for them to decide if they would let her through with the cream. They finally it had a glycerin in it. Ah, uh, they finally threw it out, and we missed our flight. They didn't, however, find the six inch knife I had accidentally left in my carry on. Yeah, I've remember. I've had friends that have um, had to leave a lot of dollars worth of makeup behind because of when they were really cracking down on the 100 mils and all yeah. that, all of that when everything had you know first started. Well, do you remember when you used to get those little bags and you know, everything had to fit mm-hmm. in the bag? So well, even you still if, do. Uh, nobody seems to use those anymore. Mm, they're still there I at the airport. I see them there. But, yeah, yeah, I still use them. Do you? Um, but I got, you know what, the best 50 bucks you can spend is 
get a Nexus card. Go through the process. Go it, and it is a process. You have to fill out all sorts of paperwork, and it's not too bad. It's all on the computer. Um, and then the great thing is, is because we're in Edmonton or close to the Edmonton airport, it's easy to get out there for the interview. Mm-hmm. For my dad in now Sault Ste. Marie Thunder Bay, he'd have to go all the way to Winnipeg to get that interview done. But oh, it no is, way, uh, really? it, it is a little nicer as far as lineups. And again, they'll still go through all of your stuff and whatnot. But it does help was speeding things up at times. Do you know, I, I keep meaning to do that, and every time I fly, I think, ah, oh, and Carol says, why didn't we get our Nexus cards? And we will. Here's a weird one for you. When you fly out of Vegas, and I've never seen this anywhere else but that Carson Airport uh, in Vegas, if you're in business class or first class or whatever the class is for your particular airline, so in my case, uh, I get that upgrade with WestJet, so I don't know what they call it, WestJet plus or something right so but that's considered first class to them at that airport so you go through the first class screening instead of the economy screening and they don't require you to take off your shoes or belt and it's just really weird so you're saying that if i pay more money i'm less of a risk yeah that's bizarre that is bizarre but it's and it's to accommodate i guess first class passengers and some of the airports definitely you need to take off your shoes and other ones you don't well sometimes in the states a lot you have to take off a lot it used to be international only had to take off your shoes and domestic you didn't but as you say in some airports now they make you take off your shoes for a domestic flight as well a listener wants to know what happens to the stuff they take at security I don't know the answer to that, I, but if you do, let us know. I do. I can oh, find good. out for you. I'm just trying to remember. I'm trying it. to remember, You can either too. put it in a locker. You can either put it in a locker. And come back and, and, come back yeah. and get it. And the stuff that they... Yeah, because there's they have a, a story about that. There I'll is, find it for you. There's a, an actual display, and it might even be at YEG, yeah. where they say what happens to it. I think it's donated somewhere, I want to say. Uh, I could be wrong on that. At Edmonton. There you go. We'll Google it. We'll get an answer for you. But if you happen to know the answer, 63630. Because they get a ton of it. That's just it. I've seen a display where they show in, a, in the course of a year how much they've taken from people. And it's amazing the amount that they do. But with that amount of traffic, I suppose it's bound to happen. Yeah, okay. I, there's a bunch of paperwork okay. I need to go through here, but I'll find out for you. McCarran. What did I say? Carson? Yeah, Carson. sorry, McCarran. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. And once you get that Nexus card and you're traveling in the States, it doesn't automatically get... You You actually have to ask for the TSB pre-check authorization. Yay. Because the Nexus works really great in Canada if you're traveling down there, but the other way around, you actually have... Uh, coming out of Palm Springs, it was uh, you had to ask for a TSA um, pre-flight, oh. and they mark it on your on your uh, boarding pass. How long does it take to get? A couple Nexus? months. A couple of months? Yep, a couple and months. And it includes an interview, right? Well, yeah, you, you go you go out to the airport, you get fingerprinted, all that sort of stuff. You know, I get around too much. You know where Carson Airport is? It's in uh, Carson City, Nevada. I don't know what I... I've never flown into it. I don't know what made me think of Carson Airport. McCarran, right. Okay. Uh, the 4 o'clock news. Man, the afternoon's just yeah, flying no by. 4 o'clock news with Eileen Bell coming up on the other side. And Molly Scott checks in with a look at sports. We'll take a look at your business numbers. Plus, Gord Steinke. From Global News, we'll check in just after 4.15. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.